Now, back to more of Las Vegas' favorite sports madman, the Dr. T.C. Martin. Well, John. Elton John in Vegas tonight. What do you think of that? That's bucket list material. I'm going. I'm looking forward to that. Probably one of my all-time favorite songs from Elton John is this one right here. And it's so apropos as our next guest checks in now. Who knows where? I think somewhere in the great state of Wisconsin. Driving down I-41. The former pitching coach, the former pitcher, Chris Bosio. What's going on, my man? Not too much, man. I went, went down to Chicago today. On my way to pick my son up from work. You know, it'd be nice to be sitting behind a desk doing a radio show, but people got to do stuff. You know? Yeah, if you only knew, my friend. If you only knew. I, I was like uh, rolling. Uh, I, I, I can't. I shouldn't say. I mean, how fast I was driving to going to get here today. It was. You were doing a safe speed. Yeah, I was doing a safe speed. That was. It was crazy. But uh, yeah. All right, uh, boss. Uh, favorite Elton John song. Go. Pinball wizard. Oh, pinball wizard. Let's go. We got to play pinball wizard for boss today. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. How were you, Pinball? I bet you, you dominated the uh, uh, the uh, the sky jump machine. That, that was me over at the Big Dip in Folsom. You ever go to Big Dip in Folsom after uh, after you guys got your butt kicked when you come to Folsom and you go or to the A&W root beer there? And right across from A&W was Big Dip. I dominated that, that, that sky jump machine. Free game after free game, Boz. You know how many times I've been to that A&W? <laughs> how many? That's because we never lost. Yeah. <laughs> it was my drum roll. Uh, a little bit slow. A little bit slow. Uh, my guys are good. They're good. Okay, man. Good. All right. What do you think, man? Uh, game number three tonight. We're finally going to get this thing played, uh, hopefully. We, we should. Weather should be okay. But uh, we get it going tonight. I got I to gotta talk to you. Let's first recap games one and two. What were your thoughts? Man, kind of like we talked about, uh, Verlander jumping out. I mean, I hate to say it, but I was kind of waiting for it to implode. It did. Philly uh, showed that, I mean, they're, they're never out of it when you got the long ball like they have. Two guys we talked about. We talked about the lefties on both clubs, Tucker and Alvarez and, and Schwarber and, and Harper. I, I still think it lies within those guys. And I'm not surprised that some of the Houston guys are starting to pick it up in the bigger the bigger moment. Um, especially our second baseman and the first baseman. They got they gotta they gotta do something. I'm I'm really curious to see how McCullers is gonna do. He's not a straight baller. You're right. You know, he's got a he's got a wrinkle in it. <laughs> he's got and, a lot of wrinkles, uh, man. He's the junker of all junkers, baby. You know, the curve, the slider, and that sinker. Just don't forget he's got that sinker too, man. Well, I you know, I know what it does to sinker ballers. Tends to straighten out. Hopefully, uh, you know, not too much, but I mean this is look, you're talking 
last at bat again in the World Series, whether it's Houston or Philly. Philly undefeated. Houston, the most dominant team in baseball, front to back, and one of the best road teams as well. And I just, again, we talked about it before, about McCullers going third. I would have went in a different direction um, just because of how the, the young kids pitched up to this point. But I know you got Verlander waiting in the wings, possibly in game five. So you got to win tonight no matter what, because if Philly wins tonight, man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough no matter what. But, you know, playing teams that are undefeated at home, they don't need momentum. They have it going in. So Phil, you know, and that's what Houston's got to do. They got Houston's got to start fast. Yeah, like they have been. They got to they got to play fast. They can't wait. If they play fast, you, you're going to get Philly swinging bigger than normal. That's when McCullers is going to be at his best. But if he's ball one, ball two, and he's playing from behind, you know it's it's you better hope both teams put up a touchdown. And that's probably what you're looking at tonight. I love the experience with McCullers. You know, again, we talk about you know the breaking ball, the curveball, slider. You know what what he offers. But for me, Boz, I think this is a great matchup for McCullers against some free swingers with the Phillies. And Suarez, for me, this is this is why the Astros are the big play tonight because I'm not a Suarez guy at all. I mean, you know, th- this guy got raked last time he faced the Astros in that final regular season. Uh, you know, weekend series where Philly was life and death. They needed to win to even get in the playoffs. And Suarez got lit up like a Christmas tree. He gave up three homers in that game to Pena, to Tucker, to Maldonado. Uh, he only lasted three innings, six runs, seven hits. Like I said, two walks, the three homers. But here's my main question for you. And I don't understand what Rob Thompson, the manager of the Phillies, has been doing here. Now, with Syndergaard... We've. I understand the guy has been injured, coming off injury, but he just doesn't. He just seems so out of place. I mean, this guy comes in middle relief sometimes. He comes into the end of games. He's been starting. He was going to start game three, and they go, "Well, we're only going to give him maybe three or four innings," and he hasn't been good. He goes from the Mets over to the Angels, then he comes over here to to Philly, and it just seems like he's displaced, and he just doesn't seem to know where he fits. And I and I go back to that post-game celebration after they beat the Padres, and he's kind of like walking around, and he's just like kind of by himself and, you know, saying, yeah, this feels kind of weird, you know. I'm still, you know, thinking you know, like Mets and then Angels, and I'm here, and, and he doesn't know where he fits in. And I think Suarez is the same type of guy. Suarez appeared in game one, okay, Friday night, and he pitched two-thirds of an inning out of the pen. He was the fourth Philly pitcher that Thompson went to, came in in the seventh inning. Then he came in, and he got the save in game five of the NLCS versus San Diego. He started game three of that series, went five innings. He started game one of the NLDS against Atlanta, only lasted three innings, wasn't very good. Uh, again, I mentioned what he did against Houston. What is Rob Thompson doing with these guys? Bullpen, you don't have a quote-unquote closer. Alvarado's at the end. Alvarado's in the middle. Eflin's in the middle. He's uh, I mean, I, I have no idea what he's doing. And you go through your two aces, and Houston blows both those guys up. If I'm Houston, I'm salivating when I see Ranger Suarez right now because, as you know, what Houston does against lefties. 
But the the question here is, what is Thompson doing with his pitching staff? Help me out. I think this is one of those front office sat down with the analytics guys, and they're going to use him as kind of an opener. I don't. I don't. I'm not expecting him to get more than seven outs, maybe eight outs, maybe less than that if he runs into trouble. What else can they do? If if they if they roll the rotation over right away and just stick him in the pen, he's basically a pull bullpen guy anyway. So their thinking is, so he's in the bullpen. Let's just start him. He's got experience starting. Rather than throwing one of these other guys in there, and we're not going to throw one of our horses because we need this gap. Even though we've two of the last three days have been off, we need the rest. This one lines Philadelphia up great the rest of the way. It, this is not a break by any means for the Houston Astros. The only thing this does for Houston is it gets their legs a little fresher. I think, you know, I think the Astros are salivating to see a left-hander, any left-hander, but especially Suarez. And a guy 10-7 on the year, ERA of 3-6-5. I, I, I don't know, Boz. I just think this guy is, is very, very hittable. And I, and I think, you know, if they, they toasted Nola. They toasted Wheeler. And those were their two unquote aces. They're toasting those guys. They can toast anybody here. And, and here's the question, too, is Wheeler. Okay, what is up with Wheeler? Because now Wheeler isn't even going to go until game five because Thompson says, well, now we're going to go, you know, with uh, Nola back in game four, your game one starter. Oh, Syndergaard's going to get game five and then Wheeler in game six. If he is your ace and your best pitcher, okay, why? You know, this is the time of year, as you know better than anybody, where you want, you overuse your ace. I mean, you don't you don't like look for reasons not to pitch your ace and give him another day's rest and another day's rest. Heck, we've played two games. We already had two days rest already. I mean, it, it's 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 crazy. And now you're going to save this guy or push him back where he's not going to start till game six. Doesn't that tell you something's wrong with Wheeler? Not as as much as they want to give him the extra day. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not looking a lot into it. I'm. You know, they're not at Phillies, as much as they need the time off, they're not in a great spot. And you've, you know, you've hammered the spots. They know their weaknesses. They know they know who's going to the mound. They know what's lurking. They're, they're one matchup move away in that bullpen to having a nightmare. Right. You walk in the second or third inning, you might have bases loaded with the lefty coming up, and God knows what Thompson's going to do. I mean, he might, he might throw his lefty in in the second or third inning. That's exactly what Houston needs. you gotta, you got to get a couple of those guys and get them out of the game because once you start, you know, getting through that bullpen, you know, it's Slim Pickens that Robertson's not fooling anybody anymore. Right, exactly. Right. Nobody is. He's not fooling yeah. anybody. Yeah, no. yeah. You know, and they're, they're best – yeah, their best option right now is to throw a guy that, I don't know, might be able to sneak under the radar. I think that's why they're doing it. 
They're just, grasping. Yeah, it just seems they're grasping is it, what they are. Yeah, you're right, and, and, and that's exactly what it is because if people want to say, "Oh, matchups, analytics." I, I'm throwing that out the window. I mean, again, there's no, and you know this better than anybody. I mean, I don't recall ever seeing you. You know, do things like this where, I mean, you, you know who your starters are. You know who your middle relievers are. You know who your, your setup guy and your hold guy is. You know who your closer is. I mean, you know that. You cannot point to any facet here with, with uh, Philadelphia. I mean, we know who their two starters are. But everyone else is just like, you might as well throw their name out of, out of a hat. It's like Sandlot here. I mean, this guy could close one day. He could be pitching the fourth inning one uh, the next game. He'd be the eighth inning the next time. I mean, this is insane. I've never seen anything like it, really, especially in a World Series. I mean, I mean, don't. I mean, you know better than anybody, Boz. Don't pitchers need to have some type of a semblance here? I mean, so none of these guys know know where they fit in. And we know a lot of them are psychos too, right? Come on. Any, anybody, it's anybody in any role. Yeah. You know, the only downside is that the bullpen's not connected to the clubhouse in Philadelphia. Right. That's the only downside. And if it was closer, they'd probably make more moves. Mm-hmm. I, they would. Let me ask you, man, what, you have, what, have, what have you seen with Verlander thus far? I, I think Verlander's fine. I, I, I think he got a little bit too cute. In certain counts, and you know, look, Philly, they hunt certain pitches. They hit three pitches off him that did damage. He didn't throw that bad. It's just that it just keeps happening in the big moment. You know, I, I look for him to bounce back in a big way. In, in those certain counts, it's not going to be predictable like it was last time. I think that's what the difference you're going to see because. He's so good, and he's so used to being able to throw that little cutter or the high up and away fastball, but you miss by one ball. That's all it takes for a double or a homer, especially in Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, but you got the big boy, I believe, in game five, no matter what. Yeah, no, I agree right? with you. I, and people are, you know, they're making too much of this. Oh, he's 0 6 in the postseason. I mean, I mean, come on. I, I was there. He's rolling. In game one, those first three innings, just just mowing him down, and like I said, he hung a couple curveballs, a couple bad pitches there. But for people to to think or even insinuate that Verlander is, is done, I mean, that, they're sadly mistaken because you know, uh, just like I do, this guy never has usually back to back bad outings. This guy, he makes the adjustments, he studies like no 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 one else, takes it to heart. I think he's going to be sharp as can be in game five. Well, you just don't bet against those guys. That's why they're Hall of Famers. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Chris I mean, Pazio joins us. Boz talking a little <laughs> World Series here. Uh, what's the best way to pitch to these Philly hitters, specifically Harper, Real Amuto, and Hoskins? And then, of course, your boy, Shorburn. I want you to elaborate on him because you know he's in that leadoff spot. Uh, 46 homers on the year. You know this guy very, very well. Just talk a little bit about the best way to pitch to each of those guys. There's an L. If you look at the lefty, there's an L that's up and in, stays all the way in off the plate, then it goes across the bottom of the zone to down and away. Anything above that L is damage for, for Harper and Schwarber, so you got to stay 
you got to get them reaching. You got to get to the end of the bat. How do you do that? You go in off the plate. You go sliders and cutters, not back foot, front foot, because the back foot, if the ball travels too far, Schwarber can hook that ball for a homer better than anybody I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, he's, he's awesome when it comes to that. Harper has learned how to go up and away as good as anybody we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So you got to be very careful. And I, I told you this last time we talked about the Phillies. Harper will not beat me when the game's on the line. Anybody else, I could stomach it, but he's, he's too good. And it goes back to that playoff game. We played against him and we walked him eight times. You have to do it if you want to beat him. Because I'm, I'm telling you, if you get hard-headed, and Houston got a little bullheaded on him, I thought, you cannot let him go with an open base opposite field. you got to pitch around him and make the next guy beat you. You just can't do it. He's built for those moments. If Houston does that, Houston will win the series. If they get stubborn, look for Harper to step up big again. You know, we saw both Verlander and Valdez, I mean, challenge him, and they were throwing cheese by the guy. Then, you know, again, we know he's capable, and you're right. I mean, it could be just be one swing of the bat. But you can just see that they're they're going at him, and they're saying, "Hey, you know, we're 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 going to live and die with our best guys throwing their best stuff against you." And you know whether if that's if that's smart or not, but that that seems to be the approach that we've seen for the first two games, right? Yeah, and one of their best pitchers, I think, was a little surprised when he took ninety five away into the left field bleachers for a game winner. <laughs> all, it, all it takes is the pitching coach or a, the pitcher to go through that moment and then from that point on you will learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. we learned about it from Murphy right? when Murphy was with the Mets guy got three home runs against us cost us chance on a team that was better than the 16 team and we learned so hard what did we do the very next year Man, won it. <laughs> we gave up three home runs to Kiki Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. So it, it happens. And uh, I don't know. For me still, I, I you got to be very careful with Harper. You can pitch around him, just be smart. Obviously an open base. Mr. Harper, you're going to go fill first base for me. <laughs> All right, boss. Give me the winner tonight. Who, who, who gets it? You got it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. All right. Move, move it. Move it to tomorrow. Who you got tomorrow? You got Javier and Nola tomorrow. Who you got? I love Javier. I think Javier is going to step up big. I, I wish, you know, I don't know. It's a pitching coach. I mean, I would have thrown him today. To be honest with you. I know. Yeah. But I, I am not the. Uh, the manager nor the pitching coach. I am the, the armchair quarterback. <laughs> so we, we get to second-guess everything and talk about it the next day. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, like I said, Dusty's going with colors. And like Dusty said, he goes, hey, he goes, he's got the experience, and he goes, frankly, he deserves it. And that, that, and so, and you got to love Dusty for that. And you know, that's why we love Dusty. That's why players love Dusty because he's going, he's going to believe in his in his guys, 
and uh, he's going to hand the ball to McCullers and say, Lance, go get it tonight. Hopefully it works out. Well, it's a, it's a great answer by a Hall of Fame guy. You know, you always want to throw your guys out there that have been in the trenches before, so yeah. it should be fun. All right, brother, we're going to send you out a little pinball wizard, baby, taking you back to your teenage days. There you go, boss. Thanks, DC. Take care, my man. Enjoy the drive, and we'll right. talk to you soon. All right, bud. Chris Bosio, no-hitter back in the day with the Seattle Mariners, great pitching coach, Brewers, Rays, and, of course, the Cubs 2016. Got himself a World Series ring. And what's he doing now? He's teaching kids the art of pitching, traveling, hanging out in Wisconsin. All right, so there we go. Driving down I-41. Made that drive numerous times. What am I numerous? Hundreds of times. All right. Little Elton John today celebrating that Sir Elton John, one of the greatest of all time, the Legion Stadium tonight. Looking forward to that. We come back. We'll take you to Philadelphia. Bob Nightingale will join us live from Philly. And terrible Tuesday takes. You play my sense of smell